0: All right, Alexander, let's talk about the Hunter Biden indictment on firearms. And uh, let's talk about the growing scandals in and around uh, Hunter Biden, but more importantly, around Joe
1: Biden. And uh, the scandals are are picking up pace. Absolutely. They're picking up pace. They're getting bigger. The president's problems are becoming... um... You know, are becoming very, very serious indeed. So um, you can track this from, what's, from what some important people are now saying. But let's first of all begin with Hunter Biden. You know, we had that sweetheart deal of a few weeks ago, and it collapsed in, when the judge made it pretty clear that she, uh, she was very unhappy with it. And now we've had actual indictments of Hunter Biden. They are very difficult to defend against, even when they're brought by someone like David Weiss, who has up to this point been bending over backwards not to investigate Hunter with too much rigour. So we've got that problem. The president's son, and we mustn't forget this, he is the president's son, is now under indictment. And, will, and is now facing criminal prosecutions and potentially prison time. So that's, that's one thing. The second is we're now having all this awful business about Burisma, which, of course, again, relates to the President's son. It's all now finally reaching the political centre stage. And a couple of days ago, I sent you an article... Uh, which had appeared in National Review. National Review, for those who don't know, is the flagship magazine of the establishment rhinos. I mean, it's it goes all the way back to the 50s. It was set up by William Buckley back in the 50s. It's the sort of place where the rhinos write. It's the very much the magazine of the M- M- McConnell... McCarthy wing of the Republican Party, Party, the country club wing of the Republican Party. And they've been very reluctant to go after Biden. We've discussed this many times. Um, National Review, just, just to accept, to tell people opposed Donald Trump's nomination as Republican candidate in 2016, 2015, 2016, as I well remember. They supported the second impeachment of Donald Trump in um, uh, uh, in, in 20, um, 2021. So, you know, they are not at all people who up to this point, and, and you know, they supported Biden's re-election, they said there was nothing to, rather election, they said there was nothing to find there, the 2020 election was perfect. Now they've come out. they've published a massive article, huge article, saying, yes, the title is, yes, Joe Biden is corrupt. That's the title of the National Review article, and it goes through the Burisma affair. In extraordinary detail, and it does so. What the most, the, the only thing about it which was new to me was the timeline that it provided. And you see all of these meetings. Whenever you know there's an awkward meeting for, uh, 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 rather an, an awkwardness, a problem for Barisma, you find that people like Zlochevsky, the owner of Barisma. Um, send a bit more money to Hunter, call a few people up on the phone, and then within hours, within days, Joe is on the scene, he's doing things, and he's protecting, or so it seems. At least that's what the National Review says. He's clearly acting to protect charisma. So they say this is clearly corrupt. They're also saying that um, Biden, at the very least when he became vice president, should have told his son to stop being involved in these things. And he didn't. They say that and they said that if he wasn't going to tell his son to stop doing these things, the only honourable thing for Joe Biden to have done as vice president was to declare an interest and say that from this point on, I have nothing, no dealings with Ukraine because my son has big business interests there and of course he didn't and of course they talk about the money that passed and all of those sort of things so that appeared in national review and i sent it to you and i said it looks to me as if the mccarthy wing has now decided to support the impeachment and sure enough the very just a few hours later mccarthy announces that there is going to be an impeachment inquiry then Just a few hours after the impeachment inquiry is announced, we start seeing articles appearing in all sorts of places. The first one started to appear in Britain, by the way. There's a long article by Alistair Heath, who is the um, editor of the Sunday Telegraph in Britain, very close to the United States, saying Biden is too old, that he's clearly suffering from um, mental issues. I mean, You know, that's what Alistair Heath says. He's not up to the job of being president anymore. He can't do it any longer. And just a few hours after that, after the sort of ground has been prepared, with articles appearing in the British media, we have David Ignatius, strong supporter of the Democrats, person who is very close to the US intelligence community. He's coming out and saying the same thing, that Biden um, can't, shouldn't seek re-election next year, that this is simply not uh, helpful, and that he should step away and allow, open the space for someone else.
0: Yeah, you, th- you think they're really going to, to make the move to, uh, to get Biden out?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm 50 50 at it. You know, I would put it it 50 50. But um, the Biden people are clearly nervous. And you can see that through certain things that they've now started to do. Firstly, Hunter himself is now starting all sorts of, frankly, ridiculous cases <laughs> i mean he's brought a case against mr isaacs you remember we interviewed him uh, the man who the laptop repair man that he gave the laptop to um he's saying that mr isaacs breached privacy law by publishing information on that came out of this laptop but of course he won't admit at the same time that he's making that claim that the laptop is his. <laughs> it's most bizarre. I mean, it is such a weird case. It, 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 it is a, it is one of the weirdest legal cases that I've ever seen. So he's, uh, uh, And, of course, because he's not accepting that it is his laptop, he says that he is not bound by the agreement that he signed with Mr Isaacs that, you know, that... Waving effectively confidentiality about its contents i mean, it's, it's, it just doesn 't make any kind of sense i mean it's, it, it it's risable i mean it is it is a ludicrous case, but nonetheless he's brought it he's brought a case against someone else. Who I gather published more information about him um, on his website or his YouTube channel or something of that kind. He's 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 busy doing those kind of things. So that I would suggest is a sign of nervousness. It's an attempt to use the courts to silence people in a, in advance of both cases that Hunt that have been brought against Hunter himself. And, in advance of the potential impeachment inquiry that 's what it looks like to me, but the other thing they 've done is they 've got i think it 's the white House, and this is really most astonishing it 's not the me it 's not biden 's own team but it 's the white house they 've now sent this newspaper this letter to all the media thing, people saying you know cover this case, you know, responsibly and carefully. There's lots of distortions and factual untruths. You must act, you know, in a responsible way. And uh, people like Jonathan Turley, and he's not the only one, are coming out and saying, this is completely astonishing. It is, in effect, the White House telling the media come to the president's rescue. We need your help because all of this, you know, the walls are closing in. Eve Smith, by the way, Naked Capitalism, has done a good piece about this as well. So read the pieces by Eve Smith and by Jonathan Turley on this because they've covered all of this well. So the, 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 the Biden team are worried. I mean, they're worried about all of these calls. I think the one they're probably worried about most is the one, however, from David Ignatius. They've got all of these cases closing in, but they've got a clear sign from someone like David Ignatius that he's been talking to people in what we might as well call the deep state, and they're unhappy with Joe, and they want him to go. And that's what they're signalling. And I'm going to suggest that there's two reasons why the deep state or those kind of people are unhappy with Joe. One is that they're starting to worry that Joe can't beat Donald Trump in the election next year. He's becoming so unpopular that with all the legal cases, all the things that you've been trying to do to stop Donald Trump, if it's Joe who's running, Trump might win. I think that's one concern. I think also, and I'm going to say it, I think also there is an attempt now to fix the blame for the failed for the failed offensive in Ukraine on Joe. (laughs) He's the obvious scapegoat. The offensive hasn't succeeded right at the start of the offensive i remember reading an article i think it was actually on in politico i said in my channel that it was washington post but in politico about how nervous biden was about the offensive that you know he felt that a lot uh, of his political capital was invested in it and of course the offensive has failed and we see that he's right to be nervous political support for him in washington is starting to crumble And by the way, um, I read another piece. This is about a week or so ago by Andrew Coburn, who's presumably a member of the dynasty of journalists who come from the Coburn family. So again, a pretty establishment figure. But he was saying that at the Vilnius summit, the NATO summit in July, the Europeans were absolutely shocked by the condition in which they found Biden. They were astonished by how he came across, and the deterioration that they saw in the year since the previous NATO summit. And, you know, that might have been because of stress, because the offensive wasn't going well. But the fact is, stories like that are circulating. So I think altogether, things are not looking good for him. But I don't think he's going to go willingly. I think he's going to cling on and fight as hard as he can. He's putting a legal team together to To defend the impeachment. The word is they're going to be very aggressive. We see the message that has been sent to the media. The media has consistently backed Biden up to this point and I don't see any reason why that should change but things are beginning to look worse for him and I can't help but think that they're going to continue to deteriorate especially if this Impeachment inquiry really does take off, and we start to see more and more information trickling out about the kind of things that Hunter was up to.
0: Yeah, uh, Dr. Chill will not let Biden uh, uh, remove himself. That's uh-huh. what I think is going on. I think she wants Biden to stay in uh, yeah. in office anyway. No, um, true, yeah. You know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting. I think she likes the the, the White House a lot more than, yeah. than he does. Yeah. Um, I. I'm starting to think that uh, the trip from Zelensky to uh, to DC is is actually a setup, in a way, because last year when Zelensky was in DC, you know, it, it helped Biden. It helped build up Biden as this foreign policy, you know, uh, master, foreign policy genius, destroying Russia by. By using Ukraine to destroy Russia, but I, I think now Biden and Zelensky, those two together, that's not going to help Biden at all. No, so I, I, I don't know. I think someone may be maybe manipulating this to uh, to further degrade Biden's position because the media will support Biden until someone who is on top of Biden, you know, someone who's really pulling the strings, tells the media. No, uh-uh, you're not you're not supporting this guy anymore. We have seen some of the mainstream media outlets, I'm thinking CNN, they started to talk a little more openly about all the corruption in and around Biden. And when you talk about the corruption around Biden, the alleged corruption around Biden, you know, one country is on the top of the list consistently over and over again. And that country is Ukraine. Absolutely. He's he's
1: knee-deep in Ukraine. He He is is knee-deep in Ukraine. I mean, it's... I mean, if you put the most favourable spin (laughs) on what biden himself the president was up to and you know assumed that he had no connection at all with anything that the son that his son was doing he's still knee-deep in ukraine <laughs> it's, it's impossible because i mean the amount of interactions the amount of communications the money the meetings the telephone calls the uh, uh messages the you know the, the the uh pressure to get these the pro- prosecutor sacked all of that is is just there you can't get away from it there's just too much of it, and this, as the National Review article said, already there's enough there which is indisputable and proven fact to answer the question with, you know, is Biden corrupt? National Review says yes. So, And we know that there's an awful lot more to find. And National Review actually said that they said there's an awful lot more coming. So I mean, you know, they know and Presumably, they know what there is, and we haven't even started looking at other places like China, for example, where the money is going to be much more. So when people are starting to when the, when these murmurings in places like CNN begin, it is a very bad sign for Biden and for his team, and. Um, You're absolutely right. (laughs) Bringing Zelensky to Washington (laughs) is not going to be a good look. The Republicans are already complaining about, uh, you know, the the, the real Republicans, the Republicans who actually... um, care about these matters. They're already complaining that the United States is throwing away money in Ukraine, that there's got so many other problems. We've had the disaster in Hawaii, and, you know, the president showed no interest in that. He's focused always on Ukraine. He's doing all of these things. And so there's already that. So the the Republicans are already unhappy. The American people, the polls show, are already also becoming increasingly unhappy. The economy is not looking strong. We have inflation rising. We have an 8% budget deficit. I mean, this is a topic to discuss some other time, actually, but uh, things are not good with the economy. Things are not good with people's living standards. And, of course, what you do, you bring back, you bring into view damaged goods. The man who Came along to Washington last year, gave that speech, told everybody that he was on the cusp of victory, but this year took all of America's money and all of America's weapons and failed to deliver. He, he promised this great victory at this counteroffensive, and it hasn't come. And of course, what that reminds us of, what that's going to remind lots of people. In the US is here we have all of this talk about Ukraine and Biden and the sun's dealings in Ukraine. And here we have the president meeting with Zelensky meeting with this person in Ukraine, sending even more vast sums of money to Ukraine, our money, taxpayers money. Inevitably, some people are going to make the connection. A connection they're going to say that the president is spending our money to protect his own interests
0: it's exactly what it is though yeah that's <laughs> exactly what it is he's you know Biden's presidency uh, is completely tied into Ukraine yes, yes. huge strategic error on his team's part they tied up his entire presidency with uh with ukraine oh yes. Yes, because all dependent on Ukraine, and Ukraine is losing, and they're losing bad. And if Ukraine is
1: losing, well, Biden is losing. It's that simple. Absolutely, this is entirely correct. I mean, I should say this is this is entirely predictable. I remember before Biden became uh, president, um, I had a discussion with a journalist. I won't say which, but an American journalist, and he said to me, you know, I mean, given all that's happened in Ukraine with Biden, you'd have thought, you know, he, he was expecting that Biden would keep clear, steer clear of Ukraine during his presidency. He did the diametric opposite. He plunged in. Of course, the reason he did that was because he assumed that it would all be over quickly, that he'd announce all these huge raft of sanctions against the Russians. Russia would implode. Putin would fall. And Biden would be the hero of the hour. And then last year and this year, he thought there'd be this, this offensive and they'd break through to the Sea of Azov and it would be the same all over again. It hasn't turned out that way. And now, of course, he's stuck. He's got this most unwelcome visitor, Zelensky, coming, begging for more, which is the very last message that many Americans want to hear. And, of course, it's going to put ideas into their heads, which the president himself, if he understands anything anymore, would prefer them not to have or would most definitely not want them to have.
0: Yeah. All right. The uh, TheDuran.Locals.com. We are on Rumble Odyssey, but shoot Telegram and X and go to the Durant shop. 10% off. Use the code. Good day.